Hello, everybody. How you doing? Hope everybody's good. This episode is going to give us a little bit of help and guidance, hopefully, on establishing a good philosophical practice. So if you're in my class, this is our second take-home assignment. A number of you have been sending me really good emails about this, good questions. So hopefully I can address some of the concerns now and we can move forward and we can all have a well, the information we need to confidently write this, right? So before we get into that, and again, this is just for those of you in my class, this assignment is due on the 22nd. And we're just going to email it to me, of course, given our current circumstances, right? So once again, this month, the 22nd is when this assignment is due. And if you're in my class, we're looking at the part of our syllabus, we're scrolling down for a little bit here, where the top of the page says, take home exercise number two, right? So it's between why come to class and take home assignment number one. And the quote we open with on this assignment, I think is a powerful one. It's from Michel Foucault's Hermeneutics of the Subject. He tells us, quote, philosophy is a set of principles and practices available to one or which one makes available to others for taking proper care of oneself or of others. So this practice is about that self-care element of philosophy and also the self-knowledge, right? So know thyself, care for thyself, kind of work together, right? And of course, we always want to keep an eye to service, another huge part of philosophy. And I do think this assignment actually can help us help others in the way that we're helping ourselves. Great sentence, but it's just what it is, right? We practice that inner dialogue, as I've been saying. We practice the habit of working with these issues, working on developing these virtues. It makes us sharper tools in encouraging others to do the same, right? So on that note, let's talk about this assignment. And again, if you're not in my class, I do think this is something that you can take on anyway, and it could be really helpful. Uh, for me, as I mentioned in other episodes, I'm sure on the podcast, I personally have a daily practice that I really feel like I need to do at this point. I dropped the ball a few months ago on it and I felt the difference, right? I was easily stressed out. I was more easily aggravated. And when I realized, oh, I stopped doing that and I started it again, the weight immediately got a lot lighter, right? So these, this is a practice that's for kind of everyday, well, let's say for the everyday stressors that if you ignore them, they kind of pile up and things get more stressful, more difficult than they need to be, right? And the significance of this, again, is that in the ancient philosophical world, these practices were a really important part of what it meant to practice philosophy, and they encouraged it as an important aspect of what it meant to lead a good life, right? As we had a lot with the Stoics, for example, they're obsessed with you not stressing yourself out, not causing yourself more pain than you have to. Well, a part of that is sort of getting rid of shit, getting rid of stuff getting our thinking out onto a piece of paper, getting our thinking out into a conversation with someone else, getting our thinking more focused in our own minds towards the goal of being more patient, being more confident, having healthier relationships. We need time to focus and be disciplined and look at these things in detail with clarity so we can define them and we can either conquer them or encourage the development of other virtues, right? So all this takes, all of this, right, takes and requires, I think, some kind of practice where we're focused, we're disciplined, and we're consistent, right? The same way you want to train the body, right? You want to get stronger, you want to get healthier, you have to be consistent. It has to be a frequent thing. You stop, your body doesn't develop anymore, right? So this is the same or a similar thing with the soul and with the mind for philosophy, right? We need a practice. So that's what we're doing with the assignment. As the, we have here, as the assignment says, right, we're, we're working to examine, embody, and reflect on many of the philosophical practices offered, for example, by Pierre Hudeau in philosophy as a way of life and other elements from our semester, right? So let's break it down a little bit to just practical 
considerations for those of you in my class, right? On Blackboard, go to the chapter on practices. On the podcast, go to the episodes that talk about the practices in that chapter. I elaborate. I try to apply, right? Just to give you a few other, you know, not other, we've ever talked about this, but to remind us of a few examples, right? We've got the Epictetus Daily Planner. You wake up in the morning, a number of us are already doing to-do lists. Don't leave it there. Engage with each task and choose the ideas that will motivate you in that task. Choose what you'd like to develop in that context. Don't just write, go to work, go to meeting, go to class, right? Talk about it. Today at work, I'm going to be more patient. Why? Because if I can be more patient at work, I'll be happier. And if I'm more patient at work, I can be more patient in my personal life, which is a good thing. Boom. Now that has a sense of intentionality, a sense of virtue development that you're writing for yourself. You're taking control of your day. You're taking control of your spiritual development. All these things are really good ideas, right? Then at night for Epictetus, we come home, we have to reflect. How did I do? How did I make progress? How did I fail? Be honest with ourselves, right? So we're getting that accountability element too, which is important. Then we have on that note, the every six hour reflection suggestion from the on practices chapter right? Every six hours you wake up, all right, set some intentions, right? Again, give your day a sense of direction. Six hours after that, how am I doing so far? How can I improve the next six hours? Final six hours, we reflect on the end of the day or the entire day at the end of our day, right? I like this idea a lot because that middle reflection gives us a chance to, again, inculcate the habit of stopping ourselves in the middle of our day and either giving ourselves a new direction or working to make sure we maintain the positive direction we've already started, right? So that every six hours, I think is a really cool number and a cool idea to get us reflecting three times a day, right? Things to think about. Another suggestion, and we have that great list in the middle of that chapter on practices of spiritual exercises that include reading, that include listening, that include writing, right? So these quote unquote simple things, but when we pair them, with let's say one of the other chapters from our semester on happiness, on purpose, on love and relationships, on suffering, right? When we pair the simple thing of reading with something that we want to work on, for example, like being more confident, right? You could even work with that chapter. If for example, you're someone in your life who's saying, I want to be more confident and you sat down with some of those readings and you paired it with, let's say a writing practice, for example, the Hupnamata, another example in that on practice chapter, where you're with a pen and paper and looking at your computer or you printed it out, whatever, you're taking out some quotes that really speak to you. And you're putting them in a notebook, right? Just simply putting them in a notebook. Then after you write them down, you, you read them for a couple minutes and you think about them. How, how can I apply them? Once again, maybe even go to our three questions of reading philosophy, right? What does it say? What does it mean? How can I apply it? Then the next day, you do the same thing, another 10 minutes, right? You go back to our unconfidence chapter. Or maybe you even go on YouTube and listen to videos on confidence. Or you maybe get another reading and you look at that. And you sit and you extract quotes and ideas. And again, you write them down. And you review them for a couple of minutes. That's a great practice. Right? Maybe, once again, right back to the on practices chapter, you want to do a practice where every couple of days you review the collection of quotes. Right? And try to act on them. Another great practice, right? We want to be thinking about how our thoughts 
can help with our feelings and how thoughts and feelings can help with actions and how actions help with thoughts and feelings. So again, the whole idea here is to actually embody the practice as a practice, but also then embody what we're getting from the practice in our daily lives. Right? So right away we have the Hypnamata, the every six hours reflection, the Epictetus reflection, right? So those are three that we can at least start to think about. And of course, there are more in that chapter as well. Right? So go back to that chapter on Blackboard if you're in my class and give that a shot. Right? And again, I'm asking in this assignment that we use direct textual evidence from at least two texts, right? So what that I mean by text is go into the chapters, right? See what appeals to you, see what supports the development you want to see, and talk about it. Right? Another example that comes to mind that works with this really well is the gratitude practice. In that list I said of practices, one of them is the remembrance of good things. So let's say, for example, you go into the chapter on practices and you see that and you, okay, that's what I want to focus on. So that's your quote, right? The, the practice I'll be working on is the remembrance of good things. Take it from this text, right? And then, all right, so why do that? Maybe, for example, you go back into the unhappiness chapter and you see that Epictetus is saying that one pathway to a happier life is to be more grateful. Well, a fast way to be more grateful is to practice gratitude. On a daily basis, sitting and writing, sitting and thinking every six hours, maybe again, now we're mixing ideas, right? And there is your two texts, the, 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 right there, that's your two texts or more quite easily, right? And we're keeping in mind also that each and every text, right, at the top of the entry, you have the following is from, for example, Epictetus, The Art of Living, translated by Sharon LaBelle. Now, at the end of each section, I, I offer the page number, right? So put it simply, you quote, right? There's your direct evidence. At the end of the quote, parentheses, author, last name, right? Comma, page number, close parentheses. I, I'll put this in an email as well, but that's as simple as the, uh, the format is, right? We want to make sure that if we're using someone else's ideas, of course, we're not misrepresenting them as our own. So. We have our three examples. Now let's get more into, well, four examples. Let's get more into um, the other aspect of this, right? So of course, please do not feel obligated at all to share the practice itself, right? So by that, I mean, let's say you're working on patients and there are certain personal issues you're becoming more patient with. I don't need to know about that, right? Share only what you feel comfortable sharing. That being said, what I would like to learn about is the general practice itself, right? So the physical aspect of it. By that, I mean the when you practice it, the where you practice it, and the for how long you practiced it, right? So maybe you say, all right, I want to, for 10 minutes a day, I'm going to take that time and I'm really going to focus on this practice. And I'm going to do it in the morning because I think better in the morning. I have some free time, right? And the reason for that is that I think with a lot of this stuff, you got to get the ball rolling and then keep it rolling. And a part of that is giving yourself some discipline, a time and a space where you can do it, right? So that I think is something we could discuss again in as general terms as you like, but I would like to see some of that as well, right? Can't just be, here's a quote, I want to be more patient, here it is, and, and I did or I didn't, right? Describe the process. Describe how on day three it felt different than day one, or maybe on day four it was difficult to make time, but you did. And then day five, see what I'm trying to say? So actually discuss your relationship to the practice, not just the practice itself. Talk about your motivation for choosing the practice. 
why did you choose to meditate every six hours for five minutes or 10 minutes over seven days? Then again, talk about how it went. Talk about maybe on day seven, how it was effective or it was not effective. And talk about, as the assignment asks, about whether or not you will continue the practice and describe why or why not. Maybe you need to make some changes. The hope, again, is not necessarily that you, I mean, obviously it'd be great if you had a practice and you fell in love with it and it became something you, you know, you continue. But even more important than that is that we have to try, right? We have to give this a try and we have to be committed to that self-care that Foucault is saying philosophy can offer us. We need a practice to really embody that. So this is not, you know, let's put it this way for those of you in my class, right? It's not about saying you loved it if you didn't. It's about honestly analyzing and examining whether or not this choice you made worked. And if it didn't work, that's great. I want to hear about that too. And again, my hope would be that, okay, it didn't work, but you can try something else from that chapter or you could try your own practice, right? So keep that in mind as well. And again, we want to make sure we're explaining not only what we did, but how we did it and why we're doing it, right? Some of the questions I have um, to get us moving here a little bit, right? What qualities did you work to develop in the practice, right? So that's general enough that you can answer that. Again, I wanted to be more confident. I wanted to be more patient. I wanted to be more disciplined, right? Why did you want to talk about those or practice those? How was the process of making time and space to include the practice in your daily life? How did you feel before the practice, during the practice, and after the practice? Do you feel as though this practice impacted the way you move on a daily basis, the way you feel on a daily basis, your perspectives, the way you interacted with others? Then, of course, as I've been saying, would you continue this practice? Why or why not? So for me, in all honesty, if I had to do this, I would say I wake up every day, I have some coffee, and I usually sit for anywhere between five to ten minutes with some music on. I have a notebook. I usually kind of sit on my counter in my apartment. And I sit and I usually write the date. I have a mantra that I write, right? And I usually write um, about my daily intentions. I write a couple sentences of just gratitude. And I always give myself the following direction. I say, today is an opportunity to serve and grow, right? So that's sort of my mantra practice I do every day. And then whatever's on my mind, right? Maybe I'm a little bit anxious about something coming up. Maybe I'm a little bit stressed about something that happened. Maybe I need to sit, and this is also something I've done, right? And I have to remind myself of the good things. I do that a lot too, right? Sometimes I'll add some questions, right? What can I learn today? Get myself motivated with that in a positive direction. So I have a daily writing kind of like direction practice. I also will on occasion, and I have a whole notebook just for that morning practice. Then I have a notebook for more day-to-day -day type stuff. In my day-to-day, -day, I'll write down some quotes sometimes, whether it's from philosophy, maybe a song I'm listening to. Again, it's always about using the practice to develop what I think I need to develop, which for me usually is patience, right? Confidence. These are all things I personally work to cultivate with a writing practice. And I continue it because I noticed when I didn't, as I said earlier, I got, I just was way less resilient. Another great idea from Ego is the Enemy, which is a, a book I'm going to be posting about soon, is the um, Ryan Holiday gives the example of a martial artist who talks about the dojo, right? You have to sweep the mats in the dojo every day because if you don't, the dust will collect. That's how I felt. That's a great way of putting it, right? I felt that without a daily practice, once again, for me, it's on gratitude. It's on intentions. 
It's getting my mind right, getting my soul right on a daily basis in the morning, in the same notebook, in the same spot with the same kind of coffee. Well, coffee might change up, but some caffeine and some music that gets me going, right? I got to do that. That's something I've continued and it's served me really well. So again, in that paper, I would elaborate on those things. And I think, again, this is an opportunity to really examine ourselves in the practice itself then examine ourselves and the practice in the paper that I'm asking you all to write. All right, so I hope this was helpful. Again, just to summarize the, key, um, the quote unquote key points from a practical standpoint, it's due on the 22nd via email. I ask that you go into the on practices chapter on Blackboard, find a practice to either do it as it is or to inspire your own. In the paper, talk about that, why you chose this practice, why you thought it would fit into your daily life, right? Then with that practice, Try to fill it with something you're trying to develop within yourself or maybe something you're trying to get rid of. We can look at it that way maybe, right, within yourself. I want to be less stressed. Okay, cool. We're going to practice. That's where the second text comes in, right? So we're going back into the other chapters on Blackboard and we're seeing where we talk about stress, happiness, love and relationships, right? Maybe you want to, for example, be more considerate. Maybe, again, your goal doesn't have to necessarily only be intrapersonal. It could be interpersonal, right? So it could be within yourself and or with how you interact with others. And again, for example, just now I'm sorry, this is a little bit of a long episode. But for example, if you at the end of the day want to do the Epictetus check-in with yourself, you could really, if, for example, you want to be more patient at work, maybe you have a high-stress job, you want to be more patient with yourself and with others, you can really examine your actions. Did you smile and ask this person a question when they were kind of rude or did you just respond with rudeness back? Right. Did you feel stressed all day or were you able to catch yourself in the middle of the day, hit yourself with an idea, with a mantra, with a perspective change and be less stressed out? So at the end of the day, accountability is, is pivotal, I think. Right. So, again, find your second text. There's a lot of different ideas in the blackboard chapters take a few minutes with that right and then as we said a few moments ago right think about those questions to motivate your thinking and your writing and i'm sure this paper will go pretty well all right so i'll do my best to keep answering emails for those of you in my class emailing me and we'll work on this together again we have until the 22nd so we still have a good amount of time and again i hope this episode was helpful thank you for listening i'll talk to you soon